I used to think of Mars as empty. It was the place of wildness, of limitless potential, and never-ending space. I realize now that nothing humans can touch remains empty for long. This is Evergreen Sky. Mars is not what I expected. I suppose that's the nature of expectation. I suppose Mars isn't what anyone expects, because the Mars colonies aren't any clear one thing. I'm staying now in the biosphere unit occupied by Jane and the crew of the Sherwood, but even just getting here, we passed more different looking things, places, and people than I've ever seen back home in Prosperity. Everyone on Mars, it seems, does their own thing. The result is a chaotic tapestry of human life. Prosperity is a huge city, teeming with people, but the energy there is much more directed. Here, away from Greencom, the people are moving in every which way. I actually saw farms. According to Jane, there's a loose sort of organization to all of the units here. People often belong to groups who came to Mars for varied reasons. Some have come to return to the land, trying to live the way people used to, growing their food and all that. This, of course, requires an incredible amount of work on a planet that is still hundreds and hundreds of years away from anything resembling successful terraforming. They do pretty well in their biospheres, I guess. Some of the biospheres are completely organically sustained. The atmosphere and everything created by honest-to-God plants. The biosphere Jane's crew lives in is entirely artificially sustained, but apparently Joe, the pilot, is working on starting a little garden with a few of the others in the biosphere. The crew of the Sherwood live in a biosphere with a so far unknown number of other people, but Jane and the rest live together in a subunit called Unit F. I asked Jane what brought them all together here, and she was, and I know that this will come as a surprise, not very forthcoming. I think she's being extra careful with me after my meltdown. What I do know is that no one here has any connection to Greencom. That's the big open secret about the Mars colonies. Greencom can't get in. Greencom never got their communication network out this far. And so they never got a foothold in everything else. At first, they just had no reason to extend their network out here. Then, the colonists decided to intentionally keep them out. Sean helped me run my device through their network, so it's still working, obviously, as I'm making this recording. But this is the first time in my entire life I've not been under the eye of, or beholden to, Greencom. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to feel. Jane and Sean keep downplaying it, but I think their community, or whatever you want to call it, is a lot bigger than they're willing to admit. It's not like they've said, 
Oh, and here is our formally structured Greencom resistance group, but there have been signs. All of them keep disappearing at odd times with flimsy explanations. And when we first arrived, Jane was pulled aside for a whispered talk with someone who looked, well, important? It just seems that this whole anti-Greencom movement is bigger and more organized than they want me to believe. I... Alex, my dear! Let's go for a walk. Oh, um, hi, Jane. A walk? You've done enough moping around. It's time for you to stretch your legs, see the sights, a breath of fresh air and all that. See the sights? Uh, hold on, you don't mean- Outside, Alex. We're going outside. We can't go outside, Jane. There's hardly any atmosphere. That's why they make these handy EVA suits. Come on, it'll be fun. I'll keep you safe. You've done enough sitting around being sad. I'm not sad. I'm worried. My family relies on me for everything. They're fine, Alex. But how can you know that? <sighs> I wasn't going to tell you this, but if you're really that worried about it, you should know that I sent some credits to Sandra. You gave money to my mom? You were just so worried and, well, there. It's done, so you don't need to worry about them. Sandra and Chrissy are all right. I... Thank you, Jane. You're welcome. Now, can we go? We were just getting into the suits we'll need to go outside when someone called Jane's name. Jane told me to wait here while they went into a side room, whispering conspicuously. I started recording again because this seems... Important? Their attitude was serious and, uh, oh, they're coming back. Jane is putting something into her pocket? Is that a folded paper or a small box? I don't... Alex, are you ready to go? I guess. Are you sure this thing is safe? I promise. Just secure your helmet like this and you should be good to go. Any trouble breathing? No. Great! Then it's just one foot in front of the other. Take your time. Jane, don't forget what I said. Don't mess this up. You worry too much. I've got everything under control. It's, uh... I thought it would be brighter. What? Why? Isn't the air supposed to be cleaner here or whatever? This doesn't look all that different from Earth. The air here is cleaner. Well, what there is in terms of air we haven't polluted yet. This isn't what it's supposed to look like on Earth. Oh, I guess I just... I never really thought about it. It's... sweet. How close you are with your family... My family isn't like that at all. They were glad to see the back of me. We've been through a lot together. I've never really considered not just sticking together. So, um... Can I ask you what happened between you and your family? Oh, they wanted me to go into a career path that wasn't right for me. The uh, family business. When I told them I had to be free to make my own choices, 
They kicked me out, and I never looked back. That's so sad. I couldn't imagine my family abandoning me. We don't all have what you have, Alex. You're lucky. I know. I am. Jane, it, uh... It really means a lot to me. You sending them those credits? Since my brother went to work at the Outliers, I'm really all they have. Don't mention it. We've got to stick together, right? I'm glad to finally have your full attention. The Outliers, though, that's rough. He went to try to earn enough to support Chrissy, his daughter, but he never seems to make enough to send any back. That's the way it works, Alex. They keep you working and working, but never give you enough to get ahead. But we keep pushing on, trying to make it. (laughs) What? What did I say? You just, uh, you reminded me of this old song my grandma used to sing. Sing it for me. What? I'm not going to sing. Oh, come on. There's no one out here to hear you. It's just you and me. Just don't laugh, all right? Deal. As the sun sets, as the wind turns, hear the seagull. Follow it home, follow it home. As you're rowing, pushing onwards, see the seagull. Remember your home, remember your home. No matter how far, no matter how long, listen for the call, the seagull. Calling you home, calling you home. That's, uh, that's how I remember it, anyway. That was really nice, Alex. Thank you for sharing that with me. It's always been a comfort to me, I guess. Even though I have no idea what seagull means. I guess some sort of sign? Maybe a metaphor? Huh. Who knows with these old songs? So much has been lost to Greencom, but we try to keep things alive here. I think you'll really like it here, Alex. Life on Mars is different. Simpler. Some things are just more... real here. More authentic. We have to live this way. We need to create this world separate from Greencom. But what does that really look like? What happens when the colonies grow? Everyone here knows what we're working for. We're creating a sustainable society, recreating what Earth should have been. That sounds amazing. I just, I wonder if it's possible to live like that. We're doing it, Alex, right now. I know, and it, really, Jane, it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. But even here, you have to burn resources to survive. Who makes the atmosphere in the biospheres? Where does that come from? How do people get fed? Who deals with the waste? Jeez, Alex, you have a lot of questions. You just have to trust that it's going to work out. The plan is so much bigger than you know. We've got everything under control. You don't need to worry. You're right. What do I know about the colonies? I've been here for, what, two days? It's all about trust. Just trust me. We're really in the middle of nowhere, aren't we? I mean, we're on the furthest inhabited planet in the solar system, 
and I can't see anyone or anything other than red dirt. <laughs> Don't worry. I know exactly where we're headed. There's a group of people out here in the next crater that I've been meaning to visit. And hey, you're getting the grand tour of the planet. Who are they? The people we're going to meet. You're always so tense, Alex. Just breathe. It'll be an adventure. But be a little careful up here. The ground is a little unstable. <laughs> Alex? What happened? Hang on. Just keep breathing. Jane, it says... Oh, God. I'm losing oxygen so fast I can't... Just wait. I'm almost... Hold... Uh, just one more. I'm connecting your suit Jane, to my tank. Jane, I'm... And there we go. Just breathe normally, Alex. You're fine now. I'm not fine. Were you hurt? No. Just scared. That's understandable. You took a pretty big fall. You scared me for a moment there. Please tell me that's where we're going. Yes, my peach. We're here. Don't wander too far until the airlock is sealed. Let's, uh, not do that again anytime soon. We have to get back one way or another. Nope. I live here now. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Just wait here for a moment. I need to go talk with my friends, but it should just take a minute. <sighs> so, that happened. Where are we? I guess there's nothing to do but wait. When she came back, she was carrying a different box than the one she brought out there. At least we got to take a rover back, but clearly this whole walkabout Mars was a ruse to get something. Do you trust her? I don't know. I think... I think I do, somehow. There are clearly so many things she's not telling me, but it doesn't feel malicious. I believe that she believes she's trying to make change for the good. Maybe I believe in that change, too. Sounds like you've gotten yourself into some deep... But hey, at least you didn't die on a ditch on Mars. But that would certainly be a cool way to go. Ha ha. So, are you really going to do this? Somehow it feels like something I have to do, but I'm definitely out of my depth. I stepped into something big, Micah. And I'm not sure there's coming back. Alex, if you're going to do this thing, whatever it is, then really do it. You're putting yourself at a lot of risk here. It might as well be a risk that you earn. <laughs> you would say that. What are older brothers for? Really, though, Alex, commit if you're going to commit. Demand more information about whatever it is you're going to do. I'm no friend of Greencom, but you don't want to get on their bad side without a plan. I know, I just... I had never planned for this. You know how much I put into my career at Greencom. It's okay to change. In fact, it's good to change. If you trust this Jane, then make sure she trusts you as well. Just don't disappear on us again. You should have heard how worried Mom was. I won't. I promise. How are the outliers? <laughs> you know, same old, same old. Wake up every day, move some dirt around, go to sleep. It's a never-ending delight. Seriously, Micah. Seriously? It's hell out here, Alex. Things are getting bad. There's a lot of tension between us and the managers. It seems like it's getting worse every day. 
I think it's just a matter of time until something serious happens. The feeling here is that we're going to reach a breaking point. I think, well, it doesn't matter, but really, Alex, be careful. Are you alright? I mean, is there anything I can do? Just keep Chrissy safe. I wish I could actually be there for her. Be a real father, but we all make our choices, so promise me you'll watch out for her. I promise. I... I'm worried about you. And I'm worried about you, but it's just the way things are. It's all Greencom, isn't it? I mean, all of this. It's all Greencom. For now, at least. But good luck, Alex. And don't be an idiot. You too. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. I have no idea what you do these days. I don't either. Sky is written by Anna Marie Carlson and produced by Anna Marie Carlson and Winnie Ramler. The voice of Alex is Anna Marie Carlson. The voice of Jane is Winnie Ramler. The voice of the Mars Rebel is Fane Robert. The voice of Micah is Kyle Phillips. Music for this episode is by Blue Dot Sessions, Vortex, and Montplacier, and all of it can be found on freemusicarchive.org. Original music by Anna Marie Carlson. Your continued support of the show really means the world to us, and we're so excited to share with you what we have in store as we continue to grow. Leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts is not only a way to make my day, but is a great way to share the show with other potential listeners. If you'd like to stay up to date with all of our goings-on, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at evergreenskypod. If you'd like to make a one-time financial contribution to the show, you can find us on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash evergreensky. That's K-O hyphen F-I dot com. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Someone please correct me. As always, you can find more information about us on our website, evergreenskypod.com. Until next time, don't fall down any craters. This has been Evergreen Sky. <laughs>